Hi, you've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell, also known as Lovely, and I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world while raising awareness for mental health. Join me as we revisit some of my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. And sometimes we're even going to hit the road together. Make sure to join in the adventure by following me on Instagram, Lovely Travels. You can also join our Facebook group, Lovely Travels Community, and learn more about us at the website, lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Hello and welcome everyone to the long-awaited Vanuatu episode. Mm. Emma, hello. How long have we been waiting? (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) How are you doing? (laughs) I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, we are getting back to our countries actually, so it is a bit long-awaited. The original plan for the podcast was to go through all the countries first and then do other things, but as happens, so happens with all the things, we evolved and changed and went with the the flow, and so we are getting back to the countries because hopefully we can get back to the travelling soon. That'd be nice. That would yeah. be nice. So I'm like, hurry up, we've got to get through the ones that we've been to, but in a way there's some that I'm like, oh, maybe I'll end up going there again in the next few years and it'd be kind of cool to do a, you know, more updated version because uh, some of some of the countries were either very, very short visits or very long ago and um, though interesting stories, my factual information or tips might not be as relevant. Yeah. Um, it was a, quite a while ago that I went to Vanuatu. Um, some, some quick Googling told me it was about 11 years ago. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Google will tell us um, when our memory fails. Uh, no, I love yeah. uh, stamps, um, date and time stamps on photos. They're very helpful. That's true. Um, you're much more organized in that sort of stuff. I remember I've been there, which is already, <laughs> well, I'd say about 70%. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So tell me when, so wait, you just told me when you were there. I was in Vanuatu in 2019, December. I was on a cruise Mm -hmm. with my husband and we went to Port Vila. Mm -hmm. And I was there 14 years before, also in December, in 2005. And actually, fun fact, I know you don't agree with my fun facts, but it's fun for me. I didn't know that I'd been to Vanuatu before. So Matthew and I were like, (laughs) let's go to a new country. And I was like, yeah, a new country for both of us. And then... Once we got on the cruise and there's like all the maps of the islands, I was like, oh, Mystery Island's part of Vanuatu. I've been there. <laughs> so, so there you go. A mystery. It was a mystery to all, including me, but I went to Mystery Island on my schoolies cruise, the P&O schoolies cruise in 2005 and uh, it was our first stop. So... Look I, look, I haven't seen a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've experienced a hell of a lot of the culture, and I would love yeah. to get back and actually spend some time. But yes, tick. I've been to Vanuatu twice. Twice. No, I um I flew flew there with the um like knowing where I was going and uh, 
uh, planned a little bit. Um, mostly spent time on um, Efatu. I think that's the name of the of the main island. No, Efate. Efate. And um, yeah, just explored around there a little bit. Um, stayed on the edges of Port Vila, <coughs> which is the capital and the sort of the biggest city, I guess. Um, and yeah, explored around there. It was pretty wild. Um, first time I'd been on a South Pacific island, and mm. um, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, I really liked the getting around in the little, um, there's like little buses that drive around. It seems like it's all privately owned. And if you want to go somewhere, you wave at one of these buses and tell it's them like where you van? want to go. And they're like, yeah, yeah like a minivan. Yeah. And <clears throat> and if it's on the way, like they'll let you get on, but they might stop at three or four places beforehand. And um, yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, also did like a, um, like a botanical gardens tour. They have like this, this, they call it a botanical garden. It seems like it's just some dude, uh, like staked a claim and started collecting indigenous plants. Uh, very cool. Like a, like a bootleg bootstrapped botanical gardens. And, um, we tried some carver there. That was mm. exciting. Um, it's pretty intense stuff. <laughs> it is. Uh, if they gritty. say drink one one coconut bowl's worth, I suggest you stay with like you adhere to this rule and only drink one coconut bowl's worth. So, what is kava um, for those who've not come across it? Sorry, of course, kava is like a. Um, I think it's made from like a root or a series mm. of roots, um, and you stamp it and mix it with water and stuff, and then it, it kind of tastes like you're drinking a puddle. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's very gritty. It's, it's very earthy. gritty, earthy. <laughs> um, it's like got earth and bits of bits of root and possibly bugs in it. Um, and then it's a um, wow analgesicum. Anal, what, what's the damn it? Should have prepared. <laughs> it like it 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 um, numbs your your mouth. Anesthetic. Yeah, and yeah, maybe maybe. Um, and the, um, now you got me thinking, mm. and it kind of feels a little bit like you're drunk, but it, not, it's a little bit. Does it have any like that. a hallucinogen sort of thing in uh, it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's all natural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, it has, but for people, it can do that sort of, it's kind of can make you a bit high. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. Most certainly. Um, That's sort of a, a the moonshine version of it is a little, it the yeah, moonshine. It's, of- it's, def- it's, it's a recreational experience. But uh, it's also quite it traditional, though. To- like for in the South Pacific, it's it's used in ceremonies and um, yeah, yeah, welcome drink, yeah, yeah. It's Definitely yeah, a and euphorian. Oh yeah, so it makes you go um, a bit numb. Mm, makes you go a bit numb, makes your brain a little bit funny. Um, um, I w- went to take a pee and there was a spider, like, I can see it, uh, probably like uh, 20 centimetres <laughs> across, yeah. as big as my face, uh, <laughs> just hanging out in the toilet. Well, I say toilet, in the shack with the hole in the ground. <laughs> um, that was pretty spooky. But all and in all, a great d- night. And how long did you spend in Vanuatu? Uh, it was about a week, week, maybe eight days. Um, did some scuba diving, which I can highly recommend. 
Um, my favorite dive up to date, like my favorite dive to date has been in Vanuatu mm. um, at a place called Paul's Rock, which is like, it's an extinct, uh, well, extinct, not extinct, a, 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 a extant um, volcano. A dormant, not dormant. Dormant. It used to be a, no, well, I think it's not ever going to be a volcano again. So it. Probably then extinct. I don't know. Yeah, Matthew's the rock person. It. He's not here right now. <clears throat> or the science person. I'll ask him the later. science person. <laughs> we'll put it in the show um, notes. What do you call a volcano? I mean, we'll put it to the group. What do you call a volcano that is no longer alive? I'm pretty sure it's extant. Okay. Well, as we all know, we love Googling online. Um, but, well, like, I, um, so, yes, I went into this 2019 December and we only spent the day there because when you're in a cruise, you just stop. And I'd say a lot of people um, – who a lot of yeah people who say they've been to Vanuatu might have done it the same way as I have, um, right. although it's reasonably easy to get there from Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably like Fiji is generally the the first uh, South Pacific place that people would think to go, but yep. um, Vanuatu has is increasing. And you know, like our friends were there the year before, and they hired a house, and it just looked gorgeous, and you know definitely I think peaked. Matt's interest to want to go there sooner. Um, you know, they have a drone and did very cool things and also he does diving, so that moved to the top of the list. But, yeah, we went, we arrived in Port Vila. They do a markets uh, for because the cruise is a big um, tourist income for them. So when the cruise arrives, yeah. um, there's a markets there and then all the, like you said, all those little buses are there ready to take people around the island. Um, and there's these little boats too, so the little they've got little – Really, they just look like um, kind of dinghies, <laughs> but they can take maybe like twelve people, and you go and you just, you know, they have a fair and you go to a few places. Uh, but with the cruises, you can also do uh, shore activities, and so of course, um, my husband being a diver and I like to recreationally dive. This was the place we chose to do uh, the scuba diving. Well, they actually only offered one scuba diving experience and it was in Vanuatu. So, yeah, they were great. Went to, you know, went out with these guys. Some locals were the dive instructors and um, don't, I don't know where we went. They just kind of took us from Port Vila. But uh, my, one of my coolest moments was I saw a sea snake, which I had never seen diving. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was black and white striped and they just look they look incredible. Like it's so crazy seeing a snake swim through the water and it's beautiful and majestic and also terrifying because <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching out for you on the land, but you're, you're in the water now and you can go in any direction. <laughs> like, So, yeah, we just watched him swim off. It was very beautiful. So, right. um, <clears throat> yeah, gorgeous. <clears throat> we saw a lot of, lot of sea life and, yeah, really fun day out and although I would have, would love to see more of Vanuatu and, and we straight away said we'll go back and have a holiday there mm. properly. Um, I'm really glad that was the activity we did. And then, you know, being on the boat, we got to, well, when you come in on the cruise ship, you do get to see the country as you come through. But um, right. going out on the smaller boat was really nice to see it, see more of it too and to get to spend some yeah. time with some of the the locals because they were the the staff. So Yeah, our, our uh, the dive trip that, that I did, uh, but one of the dives, um, as I said to Paul's Rock, was on some expat's yacht. He just like hires it out, and or, well, and you can charter it, and he comes along, and a couple of the local guys are the dive guides, and um, this is crazy. Like just 
uh, just crystal blue waters and, you know, lunch on little coconut islands and um, very cool. Very, very cool. And, and very super friendly all the um, So, yeah, they're friendly and a bit like very cheeky too. <laughs> like mucking yeah, around. Yeah, a little bit cheeky. Good, good um, they've got good humour and, uh, you know, just want to muck around. So it was they were very, very good. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it oh. and they sold Vanuatu also- well. <laughs> Also, when I was there, one of the nights, um, there was an earthquake. Um, and it was the first earthquake I experienced. Um, and it was frightening because it went on for so long, right? So, mm. woke up, like, in bed going, what the freak is going on? And get up and it's like walking on jelly. It's like, what is happening? And then until, you, like, in the middle of the night, until your brain clicks, it's, oh, it's an earthquake. Look, should oh, I stand in a door frame or like get under the mattress or like what am I <laughs> what am I supposed to do? And it went on for like five minutes. It was frightening. Yeah. Really frightening. Um It's a yeah, very unusual amazing. experience. It goes like it's not just like the ground shaking, it like goes through your stomach, doesn't it? You sort of feel yeah. it in your body. Yeah, it's like you you yeah, it's like you well your whole Equilibrium all of you off. and everything you're standing on, everything around you is like wobbling a little bit. Um, that was and that's the thing. And I got up and the, the locals, I'm like, guys, did you feel the earthquake? They're like, yeah, it's just a little one. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, unfortunately yeah. with Vanuatu, they are in such a volatile area. And um, I used to do some work with World Vision Australia and, oh, man, we just tsunamis, uh, earthquakes, cyclones, mm. they they do get copper a lot there and, yeah. um yeah, it's pretty, you know, just yeah, being an island and being quite exposed, uh, it's pretty, pretty devastating. And um, yeah, so they do need support, and um, that comes through tourism. But it, there's also aid organisations, and there's some wonderful things coming out of there. Some wonderful um, agriculture, and they've got uh, some coffee. I remember coffee was grown there, and some doing some really cool, mm. like kind of getting back to. Uh, the way, like using the traditional ways of farming or traditional ways of growing things, but then also bringing in some more like sustainable measures or mm-hmm. to protect against mm-hmm. the elements so that they can um, continue, but also build their economy by having some things to export. Yeah. Well, like places with higher rate of natural disasters, it's always tricky because like you can't plan long term. It like can just everything be snuffed out again. No, so yeah, and so disaster preparedness and disaster recovery was a lot mm. of the work that we used to do and it was like, yeah, it's going to happen. How can we best prepare for it and how can we best, yeah, recover once it does happen um, as swiftly as possible. So um, mm. working out all those measures. I always found it very, very interesting and um, Loved learning about Vanuatu through them, through through the work that I did. But um, my trip in 2005, I, can't, I, I don't actually, where we went on Mystery Island, like, literally it was like we pulled up at the, at the cruise port and I don't really remember seeing many locals. There's probably the same thing where they do a little market at the front, but we just went straight to the beach and I remember going to a lookout. So absolutely stunning, but... We really didn't mm. experience much of the culture. Like we just went, I was 18 as well. I was with all of my school friends. There were 2,500 18-year-olds. Um, we just kind of hung out on the beach and 
enjoyed the gorgeous crystal blue waters, like you said. And yeah, we didn't, I don't even think they offered it. Like that was really the extent of what you do on that part of Mystery Island anyway. So, right, right. Um, and you're saying Mystery Island, it sounds like something out of Scooby Doo. <laughs> um, it was, that's not where it was filmed. Um, it's just like, I don't know why, that's just the name of it. So, uh, Mystery Island. But did you get to, I, as I said, really very tokenistic um, experience. Got to have some of the fresh fruit, which was lovely, and, and like you said, coconut mm. water. Um, some uh, like the whole, like the whole coconuts. Yeah. Um, but the, otherwise, I well, didn't get the, to experience much of the food. So, did you get to? Yeah, I, I got one of the. I wish I could remember the name of the little buses, but I got a little bus and then um, went to the to the local markets in in Port Vila or one of them, and um, <laughs> went shopping and uh, like. Buying like weird sort of yam situations and plantain sort of things, yeah. like, um, and then I took it back to the place where we were staying, which had like a little shared kitchen as well, and I tried to make something out of these ingredients I'd never seen before, <laughs> and it was a whole lot of it's like game of you. I don't, I don't think this is the right way to prepare it. Um, Plantain's so- pretty hard because like those like. They're very dense, so um, I think they have to be cooked yeah, for a like, very long time. Yeah, and um, sort of a lot of things where I'm like, wow, this could be nice, but it's still very, very starchy. Um, <laughs> very starchy. But that's no, why but, they but have that, those foods because they're very hearty and, yeah. Um, yeah, so when you don't have a lot available, you have that and that, that fills up a lot of your diet, rice and things like that, and then um, more yeah, traditionally yeah. Well, then you part, would be using seafood. Part of and- the... Yeah, part of the uh, botanical gardens tour. I have to laugh every time because it's like botanical gardens tour and like you think of like Sydney botanical gardens <laughs> and this thing was maybe like, you know, half a football field long and <laughs> and that's that's it. Like, um, but made, like very, very lovingly cared for. And there was, there was a dinner with traditional sort of food as well and like rice and, and meat cooked in, in banana leaves and um, stuff with coconut, lots of stuff with coconut, um, yeah. yams and, and, and sort of banana-y sort of things. Um, quite simple, not, they don't have a lot to work with. Um, so it's not, I wouldn't say it's very nuanced, but it's very filling. It's very hearty. And, um, yeah, if you're there with the friendly locals, it's, it's still a fantastic meal. Yeah. And... Oh, yes, they've got the um, – I was just looking it up. The language, um, I can remember that there were, was French, but the French sounds a little bit different. I've got um, Bislama is the official other language, English, French, and yeah. Bislama. So it's definitely – oh, uh, oh and, they and spoke – In pigeon. between – yeah, they speak pigeon. Yeah, in between in between the three, it's like a, a wonderful salad of languages. Oh yeah, like and I had learnt some ping- pigeon just a few months before in um, Papua New Guinea, so I did actually mm. say some things, and um, it was really yeah, it was really nice to be able to. They were like, oh, um, you know, just to be able to communicate a little. Like obviously, our guy, our instructor, well, not obviously, our instructor spoke English, but. Um, just yeah, when I was walking past in the market and thing, just to say hello and thanks and stuff. It's it's nice. Um, 
It's always that little thing yep. of people going, oh, you made an effort. Oh, I'll talk back, you know, and they were very welcoming anyway. Um, when you're coming off a giant cruise ship, people are very nice to you. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I, I would love to um, – would love to go back and see more, and I think it's got it's got those good island vibes, and that you, know, you can go there and you can just have your lovely relaxing holiday. But you can also have a very um, it's quite easy to be able to have a cultural experience and get to know the locals and to do um, sort of yeah things that are more of the traditional life. Mm. So, any top tips from your experience? Um. I would go scuba diving yes. or do some sort of dive. Uh, snorkeling probably is also great, but yes. if you can scuba dive there, it's it's fantastic. Um, there's also the President Coolidge, which is a which is a big wreck that's on another island there. Um, supposedly pretty exciting. Um, top tips. Like I, I would, I would suggest getting out of Port Vila as well. Yeah. It is, you know, there is a high, like it's, it's, you know, it's like the centre of industry as well as the main city, and all the cruise ships get there. And the further away you get, the more authentic the experience gets. I think. Yes. Um, even like just the north part of the island, or you know, if you can get to the other islands, fantastic. Um, yeah, go there and and. To go to the go to the botanical gardens tour. It was <laughs> we really had such sold a great this tour. <laughs> it was amazing. I love it's it. like because it's like botanical gardens tour. It had great marketing, and you get there, and it's just like some dude's backyard, pretty much. Um, but I but love then, that. Like, that's go, the awesome. That's like they're the best yeah, experiences, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. And then um, you know, a small group of tourists, and everyone was sort of expecting something else. But still, like, they, they did a great tour and support, like, the local, like, if you go there, support local local tourism companies. Don't, like, if, if possible, um, yeah, just, just spend some time with the locals. They're all super friendly and love sharing their experiences. And, yeah, if you can find some, some dudes to open a coconut without any tools, that's also <laughs> quite a sight to see. It yes. involves teeth and, and stuff. Like oh. it's, it's wild. Anything that involves coconut, I am there. My top yeah. tip is just spend longer than a day. <laughs> Good tip. Good but, tip. But if, you know, um, if you have the opportunity, I, I very much enjoy cruising. Um, I think we'll have mm. to have an episode at some point on cruising. I enjoyed it. It's very much people are yay or nay. Um, Matthew... I wasn't sure if he'd enjoy it, but he actually thoroughly enjoyed it. And you take it for what it is. We, you understand that you're not going to sure. get this in-depth visit at these countries. But sure. the great thing was that sure. we went to Vanuatu. We thoroughly enjoyed our our, experience, our taste and now we would definitely plan a, a trip back. Um, mm. There are people who go on cruises and do not get off. Um, you are not my people. <laughs> I can't believe that. The, you know, the cruise ship's amazing, but you're like, you have like six days on that thing. Like, come on, you can have a day off and go and see um, and support. You know, it's about supporting the local culture too. Like they do um, rely on that quite heavily, the tourism. So, yeah. So with the world opening up again and when it is safer, you know, I think some of these islands um, have been quite protected, thankfully, throughout this time, throughout um, from mm. COVID, from people not going there. But when they do open up, I think please go there. Go there and support, spend your money, enjoy. Um, yeah, 
don't rush it. If you can have some more time, it's really lovely. Do that slow travel as, as my dear friend Amanda Kendall from the Thoughtful Travel Podcast would recommend, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, and get to – and there's like um, a number of island countries, there's other islands. Like you said, you went to a different island. So there's lots of little places yeah. that you could probably go back numerous times and if you have a bit more time, you get to experience those. And, uh, you know, this because they're island – Islands off mm. the islands, they have their own sort of little microculture. So it's even cooler and to experience. If I can squeeze in another top tip, they um, like they, they have um, there's like the, the National Museum of Vanuatu, which is also like it's it's tiny if you compare it to to like an Australian National Museum or whatever. But um, it's so exciting, like hearing about the history, and then often like the curator is is someone who's you know some sort of elder in the tribes and it's like the, the, the tribal culture is still quite present there. Um, and they've gone through like radical westernization and like the struggle to keep the culture alive is, is very real. And the more you can inform yourself, um, you know, the better chance the culture has to survive. So, um, yeah, go to the, go to the national museums. And so as usual, do we have any fun facts, Darius? Or have I thrown you under the bus? Um, of course. It is actually, you mentioned it was a dangerous country. It is statistically the most dangerous country in the world for natural disasters. Yeah, I'm glad you added that um, bit. I'm like, I didn't say they were dangerous and they're lovely people. <laughs> no, no, for no, natural disasters. Yeah, natural disasters, um, it's pretty epic. <laughs> also, the, the last uh, recorded cannibalism, case of cannibalism in Vanuatu was in 1969. So not that long ago. Awesome. Um, but long there enough. There might be some pickled, pickled pinkies in a jar somewhere. <laughs> yeah. um, they invented bungee jumping. You might have seen them um, diving off the, the wooden towers and like smacking into the ground. Um, I think bungee jumping has come a long way since its early roots. Um <laughs> Thank but yeah, that's goodness. that's you've probably people have probably seen clips or images of that. That's from Vanuatu. Um, more tips, more tips. Facts, I mean, facts, facts. cold, facts. hard Sorry. facts. Um, no, we don't want cold, hard facts. We want fun facts. <laughs> I don't think they're, they're not great. <laughs> well, the bungee jumping's fun apart from the whole smacking to ground thing and the yeah. being the most dangerous country. So top tip on that, do, if people recommend that you don't go in the seasons, like it's a very, um, because in the tropics, don't go. If they say don't go in monsoon season or whatever or in the wet season, don't go because you will it's probably, probably get a fun. cyclone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's um it's a strong it's a, like, Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um it's also one of the ten most tobacco free countries on earth. Well that's nice. According to to some World Health Organization figures. Um and they're trying to ban junk food. That is a good thing too. All yeah. good things. Well done, Vanuatu. Well done. Well, I think that's it for today. Uh, it was a short and sweet one, um, but we highly, we both highly recommend this gorgeous island nation and hope that you get to go there. And if you have been, as always, please let us know. I'll be spamming the, so- the socials, Instagram, at Lovely Travels. You'll see lots of Vanuatu photos this week and videos. And... Head on over to the Lovely Travels community where we chat about all things travel. 
And then you can head to our website, lovelytravels.com, where you can read a bit more about us, about my past travels, and catch up on episodes you haven't seen, read, listened to, whatever. <laughs> However you consume podcasts. Only through your ears. However you consume it, uh, we'll be there for you. We'll, we'll be watching thank you. Thank you so much, Darius. You're welcome. Uh, thank you're you. Welcome. I, I, I enjoyed I feel remembering. Like I want to say a Vanuatu word, but I, don't. I, oh, I can't remember. It's escaping me. I can't remember. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I very much enjoyed reliving the memories, and I could tell some more stories, but we'll save that for Vanuatu part two. Yeah, when we get to go back. So, yes, yes, and that's why we love this podcast. So, thank you for indulging us and joining us and traveling vicariously, especially when we haven't been able to travel quite as far in these past few years years thanks for listening everyone um i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did um already looking forward to the next one uh we also have a rather extensive back catalog for you to check out um but in the meantime you can uh follow us on instagram that's at lovely travels on instagram or you can come and check us out on facebook lovely travels that's l-o-v-e-double-l-y or we would love for you to join our facebook community uh, with more than 500 members talking all things travel and adventure that's the lovely travels community you can also visit our website which is lovelytravels.com or shoot us an email we love hearing from our listeners so please send us an email feedback comments questions whatever info at lovelytravels.com and you can listen review subscribe like share and promote our podcast in any shape way or form uh we are on spotify itunes the internet uh google podcasts everywhere where you get podcasts you will find us all good podcasting locations So tune in next time, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you then. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.